Hello, this is Connie Reagan Green. Welcome to another podcast. I'm from HugeProfitsTinyList.com, and today I'm thrilled to be interviewing Pat O'Brien from Portable Empire Coaching and PatO'Brien.com. Pat, how are you? Pretty groovy. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I know that uh, the interview format isn't one that, that is your favorite, so I appreciate it ever so much, and I know our listeners will love to be able to hear you. Okay, now put the gun down. <laughs> well, that's just part of the fun of Internet marketing, to have people at, at gunpoint. <laughs> so, Pat, you know, yes. you're somebody, you've been so influential in my life and in so many people's lives. Did you ever think a few years back when you were getting started with all of this that you would have that type of influence and, you know, training, everything you've been doing with all the people? Did you ever feel that this was going to happen? Uh, no, actually, I thought that the the world in general would think I was crazy because I was saying some things that were pretty uh, confrontational about Internet marketing and about economics. And, um, you know, I was definitely a lone voice crying in the wilderness when I first started out. And now, you know, I can go online and watch you and Jeff and others that have come through my program and I'll see my stories being related. And um, some of the things that I, uh, you know, that I thought were really off the wall but were working for me as they've worked for my students and the people that I've reached through my books. And, again, it's just real gratifying to go online and see my words coming back at me. So, no, it's a total shock. Well, that's I think that's part of the you know amazing thing that we're able to do online, and you know I think a lot of people they're not really so familiar you know with your story in the beginning. You know what was that like? What year was it, and what was that like when you realized that you could make a living from your computer wherever you happen to be? Well, it actually started um, at Joe Vitale's. Um, what was it? His, the seminar he put on in January of 2004 um, was, that was to me the, you know, go to the top of the mountain and see the earth spread out below you kind of moment. Because prior to then, you know, I've been playing bars. You know, I'm a, I'm a blues musician. And I might sell one or two CDs a night at, uh, 10 bucks a CD, and I thought it seemed pretty good. But um, I took some uh, of the very early pre-clearing audio audios on CD to that seminar, and Joe let me put up a table out in the hallway. And uh, this is back when I was making CDs with my computer one at a time, and then printing the labels one at a time, printing the packaging one at a time, loading up the DVD cases one at a time, very, very time-intensive stuff, but I could only afford one old computer. And uh, I believe I sold 50 CDs my first day at that seminar for 25 bucks a piece. And the, the skies opened, and I saw the face of God 
You know, it's like, oh my goodness, this is this is a whole new world. So that that was my first big. Um, that was when I first got it. There's money in this. And what year was that? That was January of 2004. Okay. Okay. And did you find that whole process of, you know, creating products that could be sold for the most part digitally, did you find that, you know, was it a difficult transition or, you know, mindset, or did it just seem to make sense and fall into place? Well, it was a gradual thing with me. Um, you know, the first step, of course, was list building. Um, what was an early one? Like uh, the Think and Grow Rich workbook. I would take my laptop computer to coffee shops, and I, re- I was reading Think and Grow Rich. Um, Joe actually gave me a copy. I hadn't read it before. And I was of the opinion that it was about 40 times too long, and it was really hard to read. So I made this little workbook to distill it down. Um that I thought was pretty interesting. I mean, it gave you all that you needed to get out of the book, but it was really short and right to the point, and it was written in modern English. I don't know about you, but I find Napoleon Hill to be verbose. Yeah. And, um, you know, I put that online, and I told, um, I think, Joe and David Garfinkel and a few other people that it was out there, and they fell in love with it. And I remember getting 3,000 names added to my mailing list in one weekend when I first put that out there. So I went from zero to 3,000 names in one weekend. (laughs) And I was dancing, and it's not something you want to see, but I want you to get the emotion of it. I mean, I was just so excited. And, you know, I I did a couple of those. The original, um, what was it called? Um... Well, since I learned how to write an ebook, I thought I'd write a book on how to write an ebook, and I called that effortless ebooks, and um, that did real well too. And it was short, shortly after that that I started putting things online and selling them. And you know, again, it was like, well, this is just extremely easy money, and I'm getting paid for helping people. I couldn't see a downside at all, and I've been doing it ever since. It, it's great to hear those those stories from the the earlier days. Do you still have um, that? What was it? The uh, an effortless ebook? Do you still have that for sale anywhere, or do you have it available? Ah, the story continues. Everybody liked the effortless ebook so much. I did an effortless list building and an effortless joint ventures. And something else. There were four effortless ebooks, type ebooks. And then uh, I got my first publishing deal with a ripoff publisher, who shall remain nameless forever. <laughs> and so what I did was I bundled those up, added some blog posts, and that was my first book, The Absolute Beginner's Guide to Internet Wealth, which has since been rewritten as your portable empire, and since been rewritten as money from anywhere, but that original effortless ebooks chapter now is still in there. Oh, okay. All right. So we'll have to we'll have to look for that and see that. 
Now, you started putting on uh, events. I've been to uh, two, I guess just two of your unseminars. Hard to believe. It seems like more. But uh, the last one was what, unseminar nine? Nine. Okay. When did you make that decision that you were going to put on a live event? What was What was that like? I honestly don't remember when the first one was. I'd have to Google it. But um, <laughs> at that time, I was in a mastermind group with Joe Vitale and Craig Perrine and Bill Hibbler and Cindy Cashman and some other people. And um, I had gone to some other events, and I had very firm opinions about what was wrong with the events I'd been going to. Um, I didn't like the fact that they were mainly pitch fest. You know, there wasn't that much content. And I didn't like the rigid structure. Uh, specifically, I didn't like Bill Barrett and his damn uh, bell tree at Big Seminar. Um, right, right, where you have to leave your conversation and go back inside. Right, because in a seminar, I would say that, that you get at least as much out of the conversations you have in the hallway and at lunch and at dinner and at networking meetings. Um, just casual conversations, I mean, to me, those are more valuable than what the speaker on the stage is saying. Yes. So, um, you know, I, I was, I guess you'd have to say bitching about this and you know, someone said, well, why don't you put on your own event? And the idea never occurred to me. I didn't know how to do it. Um, and it came up in a mastermind meeting, and originally it was going to be our mastermind group that sit on, and then everybody else just kind of weaseled out. So I ended up putting it on. But everybody in my mastermind group spoke at that first one. That, that's great to be able to... To do that, well, I know now that you know you're writing more books, and um, you're writing it. It just flows. It just really touches, you know, me. I'll just speak for myself. It just really touches me and makes me think and expand. And um, I find myself reliving my hopes and dreams from a few years ago. Again, you bring that back in me when I read your your writing. Is writing something that you did from the time you were young? Writing is something I ran from. My father was an unsuccessful author. I can remember him tap, tap, tapping away on his um, manual typewriter. When I was in grade school, that was what I went to sleep listening to. And um, I don't know if he was any good or not. He came from a newspaper background. Um, I know that he got... Um, he made a little bit of money ghostwriting books for, for people, but he never got success as a writer. He was never published. And so in my mind, I equated writing with poverty. Because it was a different time, a different kind of way to, to do things. No portable empires back then. Yeah, 
And, you know, I should go off and say something brilliant about self-publishing here, but my, you know, your portable empire was on a real publishing company. Um, was it Jay Wiley, the world's largest nonfiction publisher? So, you know, you could frame it as I got to live my dad's dream. But to be honest, it really wasn't my dream. But now you can't imagine yourself not not writing, right? Sure I can. I hate to write. <laughs> I mean, like, I, who was it? Some famous author said, they asked him if he loved to write. He said, are you out of your mind? I love to have written. To have written, yes. And I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, every now and then I'll go back and read my old blog post or one of my old books and go, you know, I'm really not bad. <laughs> but, you know, it's like with your portable empire, putting 60,000 words in some sort of congruent order, that's hard work. It, it is, but I, I think I'm probably in that same boat where um, I like having written so much that I'm willing to spend that time to write. Well, and I think you and I kind of share a secret here. Um, every now and then I'll write a blog post because I've got something to say. And I I don't keep a regular schedule of blogging. I just write a blog post when I I feel like there's something I need to tell people. And, um, you know, I look up at the end of six months or a year and like, well, what do you know? I've written another book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is the magic of repurposing. But, I mean, it's a handy-dandy little trick. But it would take a whole lot to get me to sit down and write another book like Your Portable Empire. Well, I think you probably, you know, have all that information there that that we get to enjoy. And that's a book that I do go back and, and reread once a year. That's something that I enjoy doing, and I just find it very, very comforting to um, see how different it is every time I read it because I'm different because what I, of what I've gone through with everything. Well, what's on the horizon for you, Pat? What, what kinds of things are you going to do uh, during this coming year? Well, um, let's see. We're finishing up the Ultimate Dao De Jing, which is a total departure for me. Um, basically, it's going to be a self-help program based on my rewriting of the Tao Te Ching. And um, I finally, on my last trip out to Terra Lingua, sat down and started hammering out the very final part of that. So that should come up pretty quickly. Um, Portable Empire hosting just opened. Wow, this is easy will be an ongoing thing. That's That did real well. Um for the most part, I intend to continue doing what I do, which is teach people how to make money from anywhere with their computer. Um, Excellent. You know, it's like, and, you know, and totally as just a fun thing, I'm doing one more music tour in May. I'm going back and joining back up with my German band and touring Europe again. That'll be fun. I'm hoping so. I'm feeling a, a little um, old around the whole project, but 
I'm looking forward to being back in Europe and playing again. Yeah, you know, I think what's great about, you know, what you teach everyone, you know, having a, a portable empire, um, we get to do the things that so many people either wait until they retire, which, you know, to me sounds like such a bizarre concept of retiring, you know, or they never do them because they never had the time or the money to be able to do things. And people talking about, you know, if they win the lottery, they'll be able to, do things, you know, to me that's very, very sad. Yeah. There's a, I've got an interesting visual on that. One of my friends uh, was a hospice nurse, and he would tell me that it happened more often than not. He would go to a house, you know, to minister to this dying person, and there'd be a shiny new RV in the driveway that they just waited too late to buy. Yeah, that is very, very sad. But, you know, my last tour was in 05, and one of the reasons I felt comfortable stopping my music career and going full-time into Internet marketing was that I could sit in a castle in Germany or a coffee shop in Austria and do a promotion or write a blog post. And a lot of times I would make more money while I was on stage off my Internet marketing than I made being on stage. <laughs> and that's that's pretty cool to yeah, be able I mean, to do this. Well, I think you get the whole Portable Empire thing. I mean, you really can do it from anywhere. Well, you know, you hear people say that you know, the that, okay, that's fine for you, but, you know, that good time has passed and it's too late to get started. Do you believe it would ever be too late for someone to get started with something like, like this that we're doing? Well, I don't know. The government keeps looking at some really stupid laws, and when they pass those stupid laws, um, possibly. We may all be out of business. But um, I would say that the landscape is much different now than it was when I started. And it was much different when I started than it was when, say, Marlon started. But um, in some ways, it's much easier now. I mean, specifically, we didn't have WordPress back then. Right. And, you know, the online software is much smarter now than it used to be. Um, now, I think you can make excuses and, you know, give yourself an out. I'm not going to do it because it's harder now than it used to be. But I think that's not true. If you really want to do it, it's still quite quite simple. Yeah, so you, you know, bring up things like the technology, and it's something that I even, you know, have forgotten, and I've just been online. This is just, you know, five years for me. In the beginning, when I started, WordPress was very, very technical, and you couldn't just do it the way you can do it now. So you did make a, a great point with that because it is so much easier, and we can just click and things happen magically. Oh, that one-button install for WordPress. Where the hell was that? Yeah. Back when I was, you know, front page. Trying, I can remember buying books on how to use front page. <laughs> and it was 
you know, it's like, oh, my God, this is too much work. It could take hours to get a website up. Now you can have a site up in 10 minutes. Yes, and I remember going to, to get books about WordPress or front page, and I I looked through them. I spent a couple hours at the Barnes & Noble, and I just couldn't decide because there were little pieces of each one. So I ended up buying three books that cost about $200 because they had CDs in them, and each one was, you know, whatever, 800 or 1,000 pages. And I bought all these books so that I could have the parts I needed from each book. And that really was you know, <laughs> labor-intensive. Right, right. And now well, it just isn't. Yeah, I think if anything's harder now, it's traffic. But, you know, as as you know from the coaching program, you can still drive traffic without spending money. But I, I, well, I don't know. Come to think of it, we didn't have Facebook, we didn't have Twitter. You know, if you use those things intelligently, you can drive lots of free traffic. That's true. That's true. Well, Pat, I just really want to thank you for for spending this time and you know sharing your insights with us. And uh, where's the best place that people should go to find out more about what you're doing? Well, first you have to know how to misspell the word O'Brien. <laughs> I am at patobryan.com, P-A-T-O-B-R-Y-A-N.com. But really the best way to get to know me is to go to moneyfromanywhere.com, where you can get a copy of my free book, Money From Anywhere. And you'll also get an excellent chapter by my co-author, Connie Reagan Green. <laughs> Yeah, just just the fact that I'm a co-author with you, Pat, just really makes my day many, many days. I'll I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's wonderful. Well, and I'm really proud of you, and I'm happy I'm a co-author with you. <laughs> well, thanks. Yes, because you wrote a beautiful chapter in uh, this latest book that, that I co-authored with Jeff Hoff, and it's wonderful how, how that co-authoring uh, process and inviting people to write chapters process works. It's it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. So thanks so much again, Pat, and uh, I hope everyone will enjoy listening to this podcast and check out Pat's site at patobryan.com. Thanks again, Pat. Thanks, Connie. Good night. Good night.